This is Podflix, episode 204. I'm Nish. I'm Paul. Wait a minute. Wait. You're not Paul. I'm Will. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> is that in in honor of Paul? <laughs> well, I had to do it. Uh, hey, somebody had to, to do it, you. right? Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Um, yeah, no Paul today, unfortunately. Feeling under the weather, so... The two of us have to truck on, soldier on, and uh, you know one thing I'm sure of is uh, he won't listen, so it's fine. No, that's true. We can do all kinds of shit here. Who knows if he will ever listen to this? He's not mixing this, is he? Are you? Nah, I'll do it. All right, so there you go. He'll never hear it. (laughs) Done and done. You make fun of him. That's that's what this whole episode will be. But before we start making fun of Paul, um, we're going to talk about. An odd movie for us to have watched, as it is not a recent movie. It's not all that popular a movie, really. Um, it is 2002's Crossroads, the Britney Spears vehicle. Um, and we decided to watch this because I don't remember how it came up, but I kind of <laughs> talked. I kind of talked it up because here's the deal. Um, I watched this movie in the theater. Um, completely ironically, oh, I, didn't I didn't know that. By yourself, I, I hope. No, no, oh. no, no, not by myself <laughs> with 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 a couple friends. This this movie came out um, right as I graduated college. I can't, I can't remember if it came out in the summer. I should look this up, but um, it came. I think it came out around the summer, so I may have graduated. I may have not. But yeah, we went to see it. Um, I would not call myself a Britney Spears fan, although I have nothing against her. Um, but I, I saw I went to a Britney Spears concert. When I was in uh, college, basically a friend of mine was like, well, let's go see Britney Jeez, Spears. Like, man. Yeah. I didn't know that. Where, yeah. where did you see her? Um, in, uh, what was it like? The, what the fuck was it called? The Tweeter Center? Who knows what it's called now? But it's basically near Foxborough in Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So pretty pretty she close to where I went to college. Residency. Is she, does she still have that long residency in Vegas? Is she I done think with so. that? No, I think, I, think, huh. I think it's still going on, but I could be wrong. Um, mm. But yeah, you're right. She had that. But this was like Britney Spears in was her concert? heyday. Was it good? Yeah, the concert was cool. This was her Oops, I Did It Again tour. So this was uh, mm. like, this was 2000, I think, maybe, maybe 2001 um, when I went to see favorite her. Favorite song. Favorite Britney song. My favorite Britney song? Toxic. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Toxic is her best song, I think. I mean, to- Toxic's a legitimately good song and like fun song. The production's great. Anyway. I wonder who wrote it um i feel like it's max barton i don't, I don't know if he wrote it but he, he produced all that stuff so so something about this movie too that um this confounding why we're reviewing it is like you, you can't find it online right it's not it's right. it's not available for streaming right we had to go through some lengths to get it so it was like, crazy hey yeah. we we talked about this movie and we're, and and i said like oh it's kind of crazy i mentioned some of the people who were in it which is kind of crazy we're like yeah we should watch it and then we like looked it up and it's like it is not anywhere which is kind of like this was a legitimate release and it had you know britney spears in it and i realized that britney spears isn't like a huge huge superstar now but she's not not a superstar like everybody knows who she is she makes the headlines and stuff you know 
I mean, that whole free Britney movement just right. even under a year ago. You think this thing would have been right back up on Netflix? I know, right? Yeah, and and it was. It is nowhere. It is not on any streaming service, right? Mm. I, I don't think so. I think I think the only place we could find it is you could like maybe buy it on Vudu or something like that. It was like that. That was like it was some weird thing like that, which we did not do. We. I am afraid of Vudu. Yeah, me too. You mean like Voodoo streaming service? Yeah. Man, Hulu. Any of the services. That any any, any, Hulu, any um, of the Ooh ones? There are a lot yeah. of those now as that a, I think about it. As Ryan Reynolds would say, <laughs> I'm Oot on them. <laughs> um. So yeah, in the end, we were able to acquire this in some way, shape, or form and watch it. Um, And it was interesting to watch i guess um so 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 this will be an interesting conversation because you saw it for the first time i have seen it many times but had not seen it in a long time so i watched this in the theater i owned it on dvd as well because it was like it was fucking like ten dollars and um yeah this is a movie i would talk up to people back in the day again completely ironically not like never would i say this is like oh this is a really good movie but i would talk it up this came up because this was your it's so bad it's good pick oh yeah there we go there we go that had to be so reason i'd be willing to bet when someone's like what's about that's a question you get a lot what's so bad it's good this is probably your go-to yeah yeah or or like maybe it was like for years like if people would bring up that it's like ah like you know watching the room you know or like like that kind of movie and it would be like oh dude Mm -hmm. have you ever seen crossroads like that's a good one to watch and and mm-hmm. one people wouldn't know crossroads and then two when i told him it was a britney spear it was like the britney spears movie like that piqued their interest to begin with and then you always had mm-hmm. to you always had to note that it's like i'm not talking about crossroads the ralph macchio like playing guitar movie always. which is yeah the which other was, crossroads which is right. i think what you said the first time i said crossroads you're like the ralph macchio movie and i was like no <laughs> it's possible it's yeah possible there's some people in this. You there want, are, you want to you want to talk about who who's in it and, and what the plot is? Sure. The plot is a fucking mess, dude. The, the plot the, I mean, is I mean the plot's the I'm best not, thing about I, the movie. <laughs> here here's the thing about the plot before you actually walk through it. I think that this movie got made it basically said like what is every single possible play that a teenage girl could have? Like all of them. Let's just write them all on the wall, throw them up there. And figure out how to cram it into an hour and twenty five minute movie. hundred percent, yeah. Because this movie, Britney Spears, yeah. Because this movie is quick. It, like you said, it is. Yeah, when you take out the credits, it's basically like it's under an hour and a half, like just under an hour and yeah. a half. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, this movie um, stars uh, Britney Spears, of course, um, as Lucy, um, who is kind of a like straight A student, very hardworking, very driven. Um, she's going to be valedictorian, a baby. Yeah, valedictorian of her high school. Um, the movie starts basically as like when high school is ending um, and it follows her and her two childhood friends, um, meaning they were friends when they were kids. Now, as high school seniors, they are like not friends at all. They have completely grown apart. And her two friends are uh, Kit, played by a very young Zoe Saldana and Mimi, played by a young Taryn Manning. Um, both of whom like, so another funny thing with this, um, Zoe Saldana, especially who's been in a ton of movies and people know her from a ton of things. This is what I always thought of her from for a long time. It's like, oh yeah, from Crossroads. Like, it's, like, this is the first thing I ever so saw her. Weird. <laughs> yeah. 
so it was it was really funny like to later on see her in like you know like star trek or avatar or you know or guardians of the galaxy you know and it was like it was like oh yeah you mean like, Kerry I know Washington, her from right right exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> that's right um, um and then and then taryn manning um probably most famous for her role on orange is the new black i think but she's been in a yeah, lot of I things think so I th- yeah yeah so yeah so anyway the three of them have completely kind of uh you know gone their separate ways uh um mimi is kind of this trailer trash girl who's gotten pregnant and um kit is like this super popular girl who's kind of inexplicably also engaged even though she's like just graduating high school school. yeah they they never explain that and it you know i guess it's just one of those things where it's like well that's what happens but it's like it feels like it makes no sense but they don't Mm -hmm. ever like try to like explain why that would have happened or like go into it it's just like oh yeah yeah she's engaged to this guy who's in college like in at ucla or something like that in california and 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 these people all live in georgia they're they're in some town in georgia um Yeah, I only realized that. I, I don't think I could have told you that before I rewatched it this time. But this time I was like, where are they again? It's I thought like, it was Louisiana for some reason. They they stop in Louisiana at one point. And Brittany's from Louisiana. Yeah. So so it would make sense that you would maybe think Louisiana. But anyway. I remember the stop and I was like, oh, that, right, anyway, right. Whatever. So the um, the the three of them um, basically all for different reasons end up going on this road trip. Um Basically, um, Mimi is going on the road trip because she's, you know, she's poor. She always wanted to just get out of the town and try to, like, make her way in the world. And she finds this, you know, she thinks she kind of has, like, a decent voice. And she finds this ad for, like, you know, there's going to be this, like, open audition for some, like, record studio in L.A. In I don't even remember when they say. But, you know, it's, like, in two weeks. I don't know, in a week. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember how long this actually takes. But Some so she's like time frame that is yeah, in exactly. line with um, however how long, long it takes, it takes to... Kenobi to get from planet to planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Exactly. Um, as long as it needs to be. And sure. um, so she's going an hour and 25 minutes. Right, right. So so she invites these two to come along if they want to. And they're both, you know, they both kind of have their own shit going on. But um, uh, Brittany's character, Lucy, um, decides to go in the end because she um doesn't really know her mom her mom left the family when she was like a little kid and she's convinced that it's like oh you know probably it's like my dad is such a pill and like so like overbearing um her dad played by dan Aykroyd, which is hilarious also um dan Aykroyd, who i looked it up is like i mean he's not actually hilarious i I don't mean he's funny i just mean it's hilarious that dan Aykroyd is her dad um it is the of all the weird casting choices his was the weirdest Yes, agreed. He's not that he feels so old in this and is not that old. Like he's like he I looked it up afterwards and it's like, yeah, he's like 49 or something like that when they shot this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. I know. It's not that much older than us. I know. He looks a lot older than us. I will say. I, I, Good I, for I, us. Yeah, I guess. Or bad for him, um, at least in this movie. Um. But yeah, so she's convinced like, oh, like she's basically like, you know, she probably like wishes like that we could see each other. Like I'm going to get like I know where she lives somewhere in Arizona. So I'm going to like go on this trip long enough so that I can go to Arizona and like meet my mom. 
And Kit, Zoe Saldana's character, is like, okay, I'm going to go out to California and join so I can basically surprise my boyfriend who's out there and, like, hasn't come home in a while. And she's, like, trying to get him to come back home and visit, but he, like, won't. Um, And, yeah. So that's kind of the deal. And on their to, to kind of take them on their trip, they've sort of hitched a ride with this guy who was in town, like playing for like the band at their graduation party. Uh, ben, who is played by Anson Mount. Again, the first thing I ever saw Anson Mount in. So I will always think of him as this dude from Crossroads. Um, and he's been in a bunch I believe of stuff it's since one then. of the only things I know everybody loves him and is like if you're into sci-fi you like he's doctor who guy or something no he's the he's the um he's like the captain in uh fuck i'm gonna get the name of the thing wrong is it star trek one of the star treks yeah okay i mean yeah see if paul does listen to this he'll be screaming at us at this point um or or me at the very least maybe he'll expect you to recognize him for sure i'm like oh he's a that guy but right right yeah he he's, he's in a lot of stuff we saw by him. The way, he, he by was in an, me calling him a that guy. Paul is probably also like he's not a that guy. He's a fucking guy. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yes. Yeah. So it was it was Star Trek Discovery and then Strange New Worlds. I think is the newest one um, that he's also in. But he's basically he's he's basically uh, Captain Pike in those the same role that Bruce Greenwood plays in the Star Trek reboot movies. Um, oh. And we saw him last year is as black bolt in uh in uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness right yeah where he you know basically doesn't have any lines except to whisper and then get his face caved in um but anyway that's neither here nor there so yeah so they so they take a ride with him and then the movie is kind of about them going across country various things happen um the three girls kind of rekindle their friendship eventually um and we can from there go talk more specifically about some of the ridiculous things that happen in this movie because you, you hit the nail on the head. I, th- I think one of the best things about this movie is just how absolutely over the top the plot is, especially when you get to like a lot of the payoffs that that happen like late in the movie. It's just it is so incredibly over the top of like what the fuck is going on in this movie. Um. I, I do want to note this is a thing. Like I said, I've seen this many times. had hadn't watched it in years, and never realized. Probably because this name didn't mean any, anything to me back in two thousand two to two thousand five or so. This movie is written by Shonda Rhimes. Like, do I know Shonda Grey, Rhimes? Yeah, like Grey's Anatomy, like How to Get Away oh, with Murder, geez. like like a Scandal, oh. like that. Shonda Rhimes. She wrote hmm. this, which is crazy to me. Um. So I find that kind of hilarious. Um, and it's directed by so, Tamara Davis. And I looked at her. She directed Billy Madison. Oh, <laughs> it's just bizarre. <laughs> Completely bizarre. It's like, really? I'm going to start with I'm going to start with a controversial statement here. Go for it. Britney Spears was not even the second worst actress in this movie. Britney Spears was okay. I, I thought that too. I yeah. in, in my head, I was like, ah, oh, Britney's bad. And then I watched it this time and it's like, she's holding her own here. Like, put it this way. She was fine. Yeah. She was fine. Yeah. Like, like put, put it this way, right? Like, it's like over the course of their career and now, like Zoe Saldana, pretty good actress. In this movie, Britney's probably she better, terrible. right? Yeah. Yeah, no. Zoe Saldana was terrible in this movie. Yeah. 
and and uh, yeah Brittany um, was quite a bit better i think yeah yeah i mean um, to be to be fair zoe saldana and taryn manning have just ridiculous character arcs and like stuff to work with in this movie uh much more so than Brittany, i would say yeah, it was the pouting of, of Zoe Saldana. I can't remember. Agreed. Mimi. It was like the pouting was just like, all right, enough. This is this is like way, way, way over the top. Yeah, yeah. She's she's probably a little more watchable once her character kind of becomes a little more sympathetic about midway through the movie. But the, for the first half, she is like unbearable. Um, How annoying she is and how awful she is. So... There were so many things in this. I don't even know where to start. So I uh, like, I just have random. I have so many yeah, random yeah. notes. And just, 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 I'm just going to like bring throw up some, some shit out there. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was amazing about this movie um, is like, it is so dated in all the right ways. Like there's no cell phones. There's so many pay phones in this movie. There are so, so many, pay so, phones. so many pay phones in this yeah. movie. And it's kind of an important thing. Like, so I thought about this, this movie was, um shot in 2001 came out in 2002 and i guess that fits that they wouldn't have had cell phones i thought about it it's like wouldn't kit have a cell phone maybe like she her parents seem rich and everything yeah i mean this is right around like 2001 is when i got a cell phone um but you know my i wasn't probably as rich as kit's parents seemed to be so i thought at the least she would have a cell phone and that kind of comes into play because there are definitely like a little bit anyway, at least with like, you know, basically Lucy, Brittany's character runs away from home. Um, and mm-hmm. so her dad like has no idea where she is. And she calls him a couple times on a payphone to like, just be like, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. And then like hangs up on him basically when he starts berating her. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it would be a thing where it's like, yeah, I know a cell phone would change things a lot. There's a lot of things that would be changed with, with the cell phone. Right. But, but number one, like, I mean, the whole story is different. Number one, like pay phones, they play a big part. Number two, um, absence of things like selfies. You know, they're just at a campfire chatting and hanging out. There, there yeah. is no selfies, no phones, yeah. no there's, yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there's not, there's no snor- smartphone. So yeah, it's a part. It's a part of the movie that shows what that version of teenage culture was at that snapshot in time, which is so so different than it is now, and fucking reading maps you know that's right there is a fair amount of reading maps in there it's kind of a perfect encapsulation of like what i think 2001 is being generous it was probably more like 1990 late 90s yeah yeah but um not too far off right yeah i just thought i actually really enjoyed that because that's that's our age group right yeah i wonder if like penny or like kids these days would be like that's retro cool or they'd be like this is fucking lame right right um one thing i noticed going through this movie just in a general sense this is not plot related this is also kind of like what you're saying i don't think i remembered how like wall to wall there are so many music cues in this movie like it feels like every three minutes there's like another song coming on in the soundtrack either that has to do with something they were talking about or they're just in the car playing it they like they sing along to like man i feel like a woman and they sing along to like bye 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 bye. there's like another one i'm forgetting that they're singing along to a ton and it's just like and and like i couldn't even i lost count at some point of like how many songs had come on um which was kind of that was the other thing 
that was my note was that Britney was a better actress than Zoe Saldana, but Zoe Saldana's voice was better than Britney's. Yeah. Zoe Saldana's voice was pretty good. Right. When they sing along with whatever the fuck the first it was a bye bye bye. Maybe like one of the things maybe. they sing along in the beginning and it's like her voice isn't bad. And yeah. for, for that matter, honestly, when um, there's like a point midway through the movie, when I guess Ben just lets go and decides to like having fun with the girls and he sings along too with whatever they're singing and his voice sounded all right too, honestly. Like it had it had some grit to it and all that. That that kind of made me think about how it's like, yeah, you know, it's like most actors and actresses can sing decently because most actors and actresses kind of grew up doing musicals and shit like that, you know, and like kind of had to be at least passable. Not all of them. I mean, there are definitely some who can't right. sing, but yeah. Do we know anything about the cinematography of this movie? <laughs> and I have a very specific reason why I'm asking. Like about who did it? Yeah. When I, I'll ask you first. Did you notice anything about the cinematography of this movie? Because there's something that is just like once when it is once it is pointed out, you you won't be able to unsee it. Um, I may. I'm not. I I don't quite know where you're going with it, but I'll I'll tell you if if it's something I noticed. Go for it. Eight thousand slow pan mid drift shots. Yeah, there's a lot of mid riff. Yeah, you're absolutely it's just right. Like, it is all wait. Is it mid riff or mid drift? Mid riff, right? I don't know. All right. Well, either are way, they two, are they two? Are they two separate words? No, this is important. It's it it it, <laughs> it, 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 it is one word, I think. Okay. But I always just said mid riff, not mid drift. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> potato, tomato. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. But yeah, you're right. There are a lot of midriff shots. Um, that that was kind of a thing. Not midriff shots, but bared midriffs. Like, not that it's not been and a it thing, was just but like the a slow pan of Britney's midsection. Yep, yep, yeah. We got a over lot of over and over and over every number. Yeah. What was with the scene where it was like karaoke that turned into a strip club, but it was karaoke, and they got tipped for singing at karaoke? that was a that was a wild scene that is a very memorable scene like it is maybe one of the first scenes i think of when when i think of like when i thought of crossroads before i watched it again and i was like what are the first things i think of crossroads and they're like basically like three scenes for whatever i mean there's a lot i can think of because it's a fairly memorable movie uh in once you see it because just some of but i would say two of them are musical scenes i would say the three scenes that i remembered like in my head off the top are Opening scene where she and Justin Long are in the are in the hotel room and they're like oh, going to have I sex. About Justin Long, I know, yeah. right? Just in there for the first five minutes. Um, the karaoke scene and the scene where they're in the hotel and they sing "Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman," where he's at the piano, where he like he's like, I I like I like wrote music to your poem or whatever. Um, just because that that is like one of the things that just sends me every time. Um, the fact that she writes this poem and the poem is like the fucking song, which again, maybe means less now, but at the time it's like that song was already on the radio. So like we went, went in to see the movie and it was just like, Oh, she starts saying her poem. It's like, Oh my God, is it this fucking song is her poem? This song that's on the radio all the time. And it's like, it is. That's right. And they're going to make it into a song. And then they did, of course. Anyway. Yeah. The karaoke. So yeah. So this is, um, Midway through, eh, like whatever, like a third of the way in, um, the car breaks down and they don't have any money to like fix it. And they're somewhere in Louisiana 
Um, by the way, this is something I noticed. They are somewhere in Louisiana, don't have a lot of money. They're clearly in like some town, right? They're like at that like shop. Then they're like, I have an idea. Cut to New Orleans. How the fuck did they get to New Orleans? They were not in New Orleans. No. Like they were in Louisiana, but they were not in New Orleans. So anyway, um, yeah, they're in some karaoke bar or something in New Orleans where there's like this karaoke contest and they make it very clear that it's like, okay, so like you perform and if people like you, they'll like pass like baskets around and like people will just show their appreciation for like that you're so good by giving you money. And like, this is how they're going to hope to get enough money to like pay for the car repair. Um, so they Whose can like keep was going. This? It was Mimi's. Whose idea was this? <laughs> no, for the fucking script. <laughs> I mean, I have an idea. If you sing good karaoke, you'll get money. Right. You know, obviously like some of this was, it's like, okay, we need to, it's Brittany. We need to like have some scenes where she's singing. So it was like, how do we get her? How do we get an organic scene of her sitting? And they, I wouldn't say this is very organic, but they did. They did make yeah. one of her singing and they end up singing. It's a cover of I Love Rock and Roll is what they sing. Um, yeah. And yeah, they are like very made up. And it, it because it's Britney, not, not that Britney's a stripper, but like, you know, she's got that sort of sex kitten aesthetic thing going on the way she sings any song, basically, especially back when she was like 19 and 20. Um, that's just kind of how it ends up sounding. Um, that's something that jumped out to me. She looked really young in this movie. Yeah, she was 20. She was 20 when they shot it. Yeah. Yeah. She shouldn't have been in that bar. Um, here's a quick thing about that scene that I don't know if you picked up, you know, um, when the guy at the bar asks, pouty face hey is that your girlfriend and he goes oh yeah no. yeah yeah, yeah. Goes, I'm, I'm gonna hit and he goes and he looks over his friends like i'm gonna go hit on her his friend with the uh, his friend that's fucking coach eric keller no way really yeah. <clears throat> yeah as like a kid oh okay i mean i'm gonna have to go back on the plex server and, and watch that part again i got <laughs> i gotta see coach eric taylor as a kid if that yeah, yeah. If, if, if that's true i gotta i gotta go look at that wow you know, I got that is a like, crazy that's coach eric keller yeah yeah that that that's a crazy pull um yeah i mean that scene is just silly has no reason to be there um and of course like britney britney's character is like very much made out to be like she's very much sort of the a, a mary sue in this movie and in as much as it's like anything that anyone else would do in the end it's like but why don't you do it you'll be better and then she is like, it's like in this one, it's like right. the other girl is going to sing at first, but then she gets kind of stage fright. And then she like, instead of even like anything else, she goes to Brittany and it's just like, you do it. You'll be better. And then she goes and like, you know, burns the house down basically. And everyone's like, oh, you take right. all our money. So, yeah, it's for singing karaoke. Right, right. There was a stripper pole. Yes, there was. That that is true. And, you know, they don't say it's a strip club or anything like that. It's clearly a karaoke bar, I guess, in New Orleans. Pole. Right. Or maybe it's a it's a karaoke pole. Let, let's let's oh, get yeah. a vernacular yeah. correct here. Those famous karaoke poles that you find in any karaoke place. Um, yeah, what's another? Um, we'll, we'll get to the end because the end is kind of where some of the really crazy shit happens. Um, um, yeah, this dude really likes camping. Yes. Which I think was also just a mechanism to get them to almost kiss and have some type of 
right. scene. Right, like he's got like a tent and sleeping bags and shit, and it's like, why? <laughs> like, like it, it just yeah. seems so random that that he would have that. Yeah. There's, yeah, there is so much shit they throw in, like, like you said. So, like, so you know, I have one that I have one that's like totally random and like kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Go for it. Which is like they're drunk. I think it's after karaoke. They're drunk yeah. and they're yeah. celebrating and they're drinking. And they're partying, and in the flip of a fucking instant, we go from partying happening to I got raped. Right, absolutely. And and I don't want to laugh at I got raped, but like it is like jarring because they are like, yeah, basically, I guess you're supposed to intuit that time has passed. That it's like it was the middle of the night, and they were like dancing in their hotel room, and now it is like early morning. The sun is rising. They've been up all night. They are in the courtyard of the hotel they're at, or whatever, and they are like dishing on serious shit like i think it starts off with like um with britney's character explaining how like like basically telling them about how like she didn't know her mom but like she's gonna like she's gonna see her and it's gonna be great and all that stuff and then and then it goes to mimi's thing about like how she's pregnant and and basically the deal is like she had this on again off again boyfriend so everyone assumed that that was the father of her kid but no it turns out she like I think it comes up because like they talk about drinking and she's like, oh, no, I don't drink like even before I was pregnant. Like I don't drink at all. And then she's like, I only drank once. I was at this party. I was annoyed at my like on again, off again boyfriend. So I had a bunch of beers and like got kind of drunk. And then this guy took advantage of me and she doesn't say it. But basically they say they basically get to the part that it's like, right, that is the father of her baby. This guy who raped her, basically. And it is like, yeah, it is one of those things that's just like, whoa, where the fuck did this come from? And really out of nice. nowhere. So and not only that, we, we we find out in that moment. I don't know who he is. I, I didn't even get his name. Right. I just know his face. Right, right, right. Well, well I, I think she knows. I, my, my read on that is that she does know who it is. Oh. But she she says because they do like even earlier on every time. So. The thing we're getting at here, because we're going to talk about it later, is that it turns out in the most insane of twists that the guy who raped her and is the father of her baby is Kit Zoe Saldana's boyfriend, the guy who she's going to visit in L.A. That's the guy who at the party like raped Mimi and, and you know, and got her pregnant. Um, and they do kind of say like. Like there are a bunch of points earlier in the movie when they're together and she's talking about him that like. Mimi gives looks that kind of say that it's like she wants to tell him what a dirtbag he, he is, but like won't do it. Guess I'm going to need to rewatch it again. I know you, you that second rewatch. You're going to get all these little things that were thrown in. No, not really. Hell yeah. But but yeah, it it is there. Like like they they do definitely put in a few like looks or kind of them, which you can maybe read a bunch of ways. But when you when you know what happens at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, like she's kind of. She really wants to say that he's like a shitbag, but like isn't really prepared to like get in a fight with her, or like do it or or like devastate her or anything like that. Um, and also, like, you know it because um, at the end of the movie, when when they're like they they want to go out sightseeing together and instead like Kit takes him, takes Mimi to like go surprise him at like his apartment in L.A. when they get to L.A. and Mimi panics. And, and like even when she's when they're going up before they meet, she's like. Don't you want to be alone? Like, I should really go wait in the car because she knows she's like, this is the guy. And and that's why she's like trying to get away. She's like trying to be like, like, I'm just going to wait in the car. Like, don't you want to be alone? Like, like, I don't want to be here. 
Like, like, can't you just go see him tomorrow? Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. So that is one of the big serious things that comes up. That's, I mean, that is the most serious thing that comes up until the end where a whole bunch of things come up. So I guess, you know, ticking through some of the serious things that go through um, towards the end, they drop Lucy, Brittany's character off uh, outside her mom's place. And she gets to meet her mom. Her mom is played by Kim Cattrall, um, who works as, you know, it's good casting, I think, as Brittany's mom. Totally seems like someone who would be Brittany's mom. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and it comes out there. Again, it's never, you don't see the full conversation. But basically, she finds out that like, oh, Kim Cattrall seems to be doing, you know, her mom seems to be doing pretty well for herself. Has a complete other family with, you know, like two kids of her own who are 10 and 7, don't know anything about lucy and um she shows up later where the other girls and ben are and is basically crying and basically just says like yeah like she basically told me that like she never wanted me like that i was an accident like basically just completely rejected her um which is very sad but also kind of like a little bit like man that's kind of out of nowhere too and like like i don't really get to some point like i don't know like, like I, I, I felt like this time, especially watching it, was like it feels like this needs to be better explained, like a little bit. Um, I thought it was fine. It was just like there could have been an opportunity for Brittany to actually act. Yes, if if you had seen that conversation, that's true. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. I mean, I will say maybe they maybe they filmed it and it was just a stinker. Yeah, it could be because like like we said, like Brittany is surprisingly not horrible in this movie but i also feel like she's not she's not necessarily asked to do a ton in this movie either but like but 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 basically what i'd say is that she doesn't seem she doesn't seem all that wooden in this movie and and you would maybe expect her to be or expect someone who's not really an actress to to be fairly wooden and she doesn't really come across that way ironically the most wooden she is is the opening scene when she's like in bed i don't even know what the fuck she's doing like she's getting ready for school. Oh, when she's like dancing around in her underwear in the opening yeah. scene, which is that's like, which is it, it is hilarious that it's like that's what they open it with. It's like yep, just pulling you right in. It's like here's this girl right. dancing in her underwear. Well, yep, there was many contracts out there. There were, yeah, yeah. They get that shit out of the way pretty early. It's like she is in her underwear there, and then she's in like a really lacy bra with with Justin Long in the right. in the beginning, and then. After that, she's wearing generally more normal stuff. Although you always see a lot of midriff That's or right. midriff, and she she loses her virginity too. She does. That is true. To to these uh, are all, all the things to Anson Mount. Um, That's right. Yeah, I I thought about that. You know, we'll have to ask Paul about it as our Anson Mount expert about how it's like. It must be weird for him, like because he's had a very different career and all that, and you know, he's like, what's his name on Star Trek and all these things, and he can still look back and be like, you know. I was a romantic lead back when I was in my twenties for Britney Spears and we got to kiss and you know, they didn't show anything for the sex thing, but like I was her, like I was, you know, basically her, her romantic interest in this movie, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, at the very end of the movie, um, as, <clears throat> as we mentioned, um, Kit, um, you know, they make it to L.A. Kit calls her boyfriend. is like, I'm here in L.A. And he like still really kind of doesn't want to see her, which should be a huge red flag. But she's just like, nope, we're going to surprise him. Um, and so she takes Mimi and they go to surprise him. And basically he's like, 
not all that happy to see her. He has another girl in his apartment. So it's like, clearly it's like, okay, like he's a scumbag. Like she is all pissed off at him. Um, And then she realizes from, you know, at the time, I remember when I saw it, this same, this seemed fine to me seeing it now. It doesn't, which is like the clue that is provided that makes it clear that he is the guy who raped Mimi is that when Mimi mentioned, talked about the rape, like early, like in that scene till you know, where they're, you know, catching up or whatever, and they're drunk in the hotel. She mentions that, like, all I remember about him is that he, like, or, or I, I remember if it's all I remember about him, but she mentioned that, like, he drank out of a blue bottle. And then her boyfriend is, has, is drinking beer out of this blue beer bottle. And it's just kind of like, at the time, I thought it was, like, his own bottle. Like, I think when I first right. watched it, but this time, it's clearly a beer bottle. And it's like, can't two, like, there's some beer that comes in blue bottles, right? Like, and more than one person can drink that beer, right? Like, <laughs> but maybe, I don't know, maybe giving them very much the benefit of the doubt, maybe like Kit just puts a lot of stuff together in that moment and figures yeah. like, oh, it must be him. Cause like, she's also, also acts weird about it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so she realizes like, oh my God, my boyfriend is the one who raped this, who raped my friend. And she tries to get him to admit it. He won't quite admit it. Mimi gets upset and runs away. And in running away, running down the stairs, she trips and falls and they end up in the hospital and she loses the baby, which I mean, that is the point at which it's just like, oh my God, like this is like one thing too far where it's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, we have to deal with like fucking losing your baby, like right. a fucking miscarriage because you fell down the stairs trying to get away from or not really get away, but just trying to run away from the situation involving your rapist right. um it is crazy to say that sentence and be like yeah it's this britney spears movie where they're like laughing and giggling and like singing i love rock and roll and shit like that um yeah brit got brit got blown out of po- post-coital bliss to have to go to the hospital that's right yep so yeah that's what happens um and then they uh she calls dan Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd comes yells at her some more um, says like yeah we're going home now and they're like ready to go home and then she like in maybe another not good Britney acting moment is like just kind of like all right like I gotta go home we get we gotta go home and then like one minute later is in the cab and is like you gotta let me do this dad like don't don't make me run like mom did and then like just gets out of the car and it's just like, well, that was a pretty quick turnaround and not very impassioned at all. And then she just kind of like gets out of the car and goes back to Anson Mount and like hugs him. And then <clears throat> they agree to go to this audition, which I guess that's the one thing we miss, which like midway through, like I said, one of my favorite scenes, they they do the song. Well, I'll get back to that in a second, but they basically agree that they're going to like audition with the song that he wrote with her words um, and that's how the movie ends. They they do that audition. It goes really well, though. They never say what happens. Like, it's like, does she get signed? Are they like, like, what's going on with that? They're a band. Now. Yeah. Like, it, 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 they don't really ever say that, though. Right. Like, it just it has that successful audition. And then and 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 like, you just know it's successful because everyone's like really into it. People behind her like clapping along. And then it like ends like her friends are singing backup. <laughs> and then like. It cla- you know, they clap, everyone's happy, and then it just cuts to them at the beach. The three girls at the beach, and they're burying their little time capsule box again, and basically being like, oh, we were we were friends again, and like we were letting go of our past and moving forward. 
And that's how the movie Dan ends. Aykroyd. Sorry, I gotta just go back to Dan Aykroyd Please. for a minute. Why he was just a fucking weird casting, like he was straight and an asshole the entire movie. Yeah. There was n- like literally no comedy for him. No, no, not at all. And he's been yeah. in stuff where there isn't what? comedy before. Like he's like the dad in my girl, right? And like sure. he's not comedic there, but he's like he's nice there. He's like he's he's I don't know. Like why did he take this role? Right. I agree. It feels really weird. He's not like horrible in it or anything. It just feels like a weird role for him to like to be there. And it's weird because it's still it's still very much Dan Aykroyd. Like he's he's doing the sort of fast talking Dan Aykroyd thing a little bit mm-hmm. um, the whole the whole time as as the dad. But he really is an asshole. Like he is like it, it it's like he's the dad who's like, you know, living through his daughter kind of thing. Like he's like, you know, it's like kind of like like she's going to be a doctor. But that's because it's like, well, you got to be the best. And you like got to do then He's like pushing her to like get into the best schools and like not do anything fun. And like even when she runs away, like. Like she says she's okay, but he doesn't really waste any more time on that after she says it. Like she doesn't say anything else. He just starts being like, like, you know, what a horrible thing to do. And like, you know, it's like, you know, how much like money we like, you know, you had, I had a job lined up for you. And like that took, you know, it's like, and it's like, yeah, no wonder she'd want to hang up the phone on him. Mm -hmm. And that never really goes away. Even at the end, he's kind of berating her and like kind of being very condescending towards her. Um, you don't really ever get like only at the very end when he's like clapping for her while she sings the song. But like, that's not much, you know, it's like you never really get like a a point where he's just like, yeah, like I've been an asshole, like, sorry or anything like that. It's just like, nope, <laughs> none of that. No growth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It is. It is weird casting. I completely agree. Um. So the so the not a girl, not not yet a woman, I, I think is really it's it's really funny to me just because it's like it is so overwrought like she's been writing these like these like things in like her little notebook for like most of the movie and so like when they're at the campfire camping out like um the guy ben like asks her like so what is it and she's like well don't laugh at me and then like she like says this poem which are the lyrics to the fucking song which are hilarious and then he's like oh it's good and then like later on he like comes and is like, I like, I, I like did something for you. This is after she comes back from her disastrous meeting with her mom. So I assume it's kind of like partially it's kind of like, hey, it'll like make you feel better. So he's like, he I wrote this song to like for your poem. And then he just like puts it down with the music and the music is there and she knows music. So I guess the idea is she could sort of sing it. But like she catches on way too quickly as they do in a lot of these movies. And it's like after like. 30 seconds she can just like sing along knows where the melody's going and it's just like of course. yeah <laughs> you've seen a star is born exactly <laughs> does it in front of an entire stadium that, like that. that is true that is a good point oh man you talk about a movie that has some well not necessarily tonal whiplash but ugh, that's a sad movie I didn't, uh, yeah. but yeah not talking about star I, enjoy born, it. No. I, li- I like that movie i find it a bit much at the end i think it gets it's it's yeah it's it's hard to watch at the end definitely um for, for the last you know hour or so or whatever yeah and uh but yeah i like that scene actually the the the, the scene we're talking about the shallow scene in the theater in the in the oh, yeah. in the concert it's a great scene even even i mean you still have to buy a little bit of so much of that is her voice though yeah she's just yeah so silly good yeah she really is um and his voice is credible you know it's his voice yeah. works 
really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing I always think of with that movie actually is their performance at the Oscars, which I feel like everybody talked about because it, yeah, yeah it's good performance. Bro- broke up his relationship. I know. I know. It is. Uh, it was a good performance. It looked, mm-hmm. it looked good and it was well done. Anyway, we're not talking about Stars Morn or Bradley Cooper or Lady Gaga. We're talking about Crossroads. <laughs> so, um, what else? Anything? I feel, like we're done. Yeah. I, feel, I, feel, I feel like we're done talking. We, about we have we have talked about a lot of crossroads. Yeah. So, I I I don't think I said, I, got, I got nothing else. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I, I I don't think I said too much about the actual plot of this movie when I was talking it up. I I probably mentioned a few things. I definitely mentioned the people who were in it as part of the ridiculousness of it. Um. How do you how like did this relative to what you were expecting? How do you feel like this movie ended up? It was different than what I was expecting. I was expecting the most simple plot that just dragged on for a long, far too long. That would make sense, right? For for this type of movie that's more or less just a star vehicle for like a starlet. That's like the kind of yeah. thing you would expect. Like another movie I saw around the same time, um, because again, a friend dragged me to see it. And it is so much worse than this movie um, and more boring is from Justin to Kelly. Which was uh, yeah the the American Idol like, Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson movie. That one like had like well, it won the Razzies that yeah. year, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. That movie very much is what you're describing, where it is like a very simple plot, and it just feels like it takes forever because there's like nothing going on in the movie. Yeah, this one kept you on your toes. It did. It definitely. I think did. this is why you think it's so bad. It's good because it's like, oh, didn't see that one coming. Oh, how about that? Okay, I guess we're going here now. Like, yeah, it is. It, it is partially because like, and hopefully anybody listening felt this way too. It's like when you think back on it and have to describe where the plot goes and what it is, it's just like, I, what you said in the beginning like is absolutely true. It's just like they took every like, and, and they're all kind of cliche things too for move, for movies. Right. That, that But every like bad thing that could happen, every serious topic. And it was kind of yeah, like, let's uh, just throw them all in there for these three girls. Abusive parents absent parents yeah. whatever you know oh we didn't even mention. i mean this is a minor part but we didn't even mention like there's this whole like d plot or whatever in the beginning about how like ben the guy they're going with like they think like there's this rumor that he like he he's that he I just got out of jail because he killed a guy and they still go with him which is kind of crazy in itself and they actually talk about that later on but like you know then it comes out that like later on when they're like know each other better like britney's basically like were you actually in jail and he's like yeah and he's like so you really killed someone and he's like what like no and then it and then that's a serious story too it's like basically it's like no like i was in college and my stepsister like asked me to come home because there's because they're because like her dad was like beating the crap out of her and it's like i helped her escape but then the stepdad pressed charges against me for like transporting a minor across state lines and i did and I like had to go to jail for six months and it's like, woof, man, that wasn't like, Yikes. like I realized they had to make him out. It's like, no, like he's actually in jail for like the best of reasons. Um, the, the less serious D plot was um, Mimi's mom. And how like she sent her to fat camp every year. Oh, right. Oh yeah. 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 Kit's mom. Kit's mom. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. They, 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 they had that little part where it was like, yeah, it's like, she said that she was too fat, sent her to fat camp every year, and then she got like really beautiful, and then she like likes her even less. I think she's she has a line where it's just like, yeah, it turns out like the only thing worse is being prettier than your than than my mom or something like that. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, like they definitely 
I, I think that was the thing to kind of be like other than like other than the boyfriend stuff, which happens later. It's kind of a thing where it's like, yeah, you should feel sympathetic for her, too, because she has shitty parents or at least a shitty mom. Shitty mom. Yeah. Yep. They're all dealing with dealing with a lot of shit, which, you know, people deal with a lot of shit. Like, and I, I want to say, you know, that that's like completely unremarkable. But like there's some pretty deep shit that these three, four are dealing with through this movie. Um, it makes sense that the writer for Grey's Anatomy wrote this because it feels like it was like, here's a season of TV. Let's cram it into a in movie. an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And, and the thing that's funny with it is that, like you said, it is like it is right alongside these like silly scenes where they're just like goofing around or like singing. I won't, you know, I love rock and roll or whatever. And then it's just like immediately had to like it's like I, oh, I was raped. Yeah. It is it is ridiculous. That really makes it so bad it's good. I think, I think it does. that's it in a, yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. I think it's a good way to describe it. Yeah. I'm glad I'm yeah, I'm 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 glad you agree with that in the end because it's like it is a thing where like watching it. So the way I felt about it, I guess we'll 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 talk about this quick and I'll 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 just go ahead and go first. Um the way I felt about it watching this time was that it was not as bad as I remembered it being. Like there were there were parts of this movie where like like Britney, for instance. Where I would very much this time was just like, she is not that bad in this. And it's like, she is kind of a, a likable presence in some of these. And I felt like some of the scenes where the three girls were actually just like goofing around felt fairly like it didn't feel all that forced to me. Like, like it felt like it's like, no, this feels like kind of like the girls goofing around. Yeah, I thought they're goofing around was... Um good i thought the chemistry was good yeah yeah better than better than i would have thought and i don't remember i don't know what i remembered at the time um and and like it wasn't it's it's not so bad as it like apart from maybe a couple little things and i can't quote them like this isn't one of these movies where it's like the dialogue is so bad that you will just be quoting it like you know like like some of the like i mentioned the room like like those kinds of movies where you're just going to be like oh my god like yeah but I think that the the charm of this, like you said, is just in like the plot that is just so freewheeling and is just like jar so tonally jarring back and forth. That is kind of the big thing for me. So like in terms of like how actually good is this as a movie? I would say it's not as horrible as probably like reviews at the time made it out to be like I'd probably give it a two, um, mm. which which I don't think is like that bad for a bad movie. Um, mm. But I enjoy it a fair amount in terms of like my enjoyability level of this movie. I, I think it still sticks around like a four. Um, because I, I just feel like it is so hilarious to me. And especially when you add in like the people who are in it. What's it rated? PG thirteen, I think. I can't remember. Are there swears in this movie? Or is it just solely PG thirteen for the uh for the content, for the for the serious subject matter which is covered. Yes. Yeah, serious and, and implied sex. Right, yeah. Um, I don't remember any swears in it. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm in line with you. Yeah. Two out of five. Yeah. I could very easily be convinced to say 1.5 out of five. Sure. I couldn't, I could not be convinced to say 2.5 out of five. No, agreed. It is, it, um, it is below average. <laughs> Definitely. It's not, it's not a good movie, but you know, sometimes who cares if it's good you just buckle up and enjoy the ride yeah and that's kind of my take on this one and it is not long um, which is a very good thing about it you should watch it don't like 
don't be like fucking around on social media or Reddit or whatever. Like just just watch it. The the to me um and maybe it's a me thing, but the, the the thing that I just really enjoyed most was that that time capsule from that time frame. Yes. All the good and the bad, right? Absolutely. Um the the good to me was like lack of technology. The bad is like um culture was pretty toxic back then. Just period. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I don't. I don't think this movie was overtly there. I don't think they showed a lot of the overt to- toxicity. Toxicity. Yeah, no, no, toxicity. no. You got it. Toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they showed a lot of the overtness, but it's it's still kind of breathed it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would definitely agree with that. Um. You know, there, there, there was. I don't know if this is what you're getting at with the toxic culture, but like one thing that feels very odd, one 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 scene that felt very odd to me, I realized we were just wrapping up and it made me think of this scene, which I always found like a weird scene, is when Ben is sleeping in the car and they like take his keys and they start driving right. and they're singing along and then he gets up and is like, pull the car over, which that part's fine, honestly. You know, that, that he's like, no, pull the damn car over. And then he like gets out and then like throws like a full-on tantrum in the desert to himself hysterical his tantrum yeah it is it is real and it's like dude like what are you doing and then it's like britney goes out to talk to him and is like and he just has this big thing about it's like i've had to deal with like chick stuff and it's like you know blah 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 and it's like my car is like the only thing that it's my car it's like i hadn't been taken over by chicks and it's like what are you talking about dude like calm the fuck down like, yeah. have you like never like I thought you had a stepsister who you like cared about. Like, have you like never spent time with girls or something? Not in his car. I guess not. Yeah, I, I, I remember like when I first saw it thinking that that was a ridiculous scene and that did not change this time around. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is kind of cringy. Yeah. So so there's especially that. His, his, his wild emotions and the way he kicks. Was... Yes. <laughs> Anyway, it's two. Yeah, it was two. And and like the way he was like kind of like just like mur, mur, to himself, it was like yeah. it was like doing it without swearing. Like I felt like he was like Yosemite Samming it, <laughs> like where he's like, <laughs> like just like <laughs> making stuff up. <laughs> That's funny. That's definitely what it felt like. Oh my god. All right. So um that is crossroads. Before we get out of here, um, we did it. By the way, I'm proud of us. We did. Took it to the crossroads. I wish I knew more of the song "The Crossroads" so we could sing it. Mm. You remember the crossroads, Bone Thugs and Harmony? Yeah, I just don't. I just couldn't sing. Yeah, it. me neither. Me neither. My brother will kill me. Not that he's a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan, but he lives in Cleveland, which is where they're from. Mm. So. Oh, Doug's is big out there. Cleveland sucks. There we go. <laughs> Turning off our Cleveland fan base. Sorry, Nihar. He'll he'll listen to this eventually. <laughs> he, he does listen to us. Um, oh. Yep. So, um, checked out the emails and uh, picked out one. Oh, yeah. This, we got one. Yeah, yeah. We we got a few, but this one is from Jordan, and uh, this is pretty straightforward. He's like. Loved uh, your guys' take on Glass Onion and wanted to know what, you know, what would you guys want the third 
Benoit Blanc movie to to be about? Like, where where would you want it to take place? Who would you want the people to be? That is a good question, because I don't have anything off the top of my head. But let's think about it. So obviously has to be like, I mean, probably has to continue to be rich fucks, right? Like the first two have both dealt with that in one way or another. And I feel like those are those are the most fun because you're basically making fun of them the whole time and kind of taking the piss out of them. And so I think that fits. So it's like the first one, it was this, you know, very entitled family who were like all fuck ups kind of almost all this time. It was like, you know, basically a whole bunch of like vacuous rich people types. Yeah, I'd like to see him like hang with some crazy rich Asians. Crazy rich Asians. Nice. Like some fucking like crazy rich Chinese hotel magnet. I yeah, that could be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. It would also like it would continue a little bit of the you didn't have this so much in Knives Out, but in Glass Onion, there was very much that fish out of water vibe that he had going on as well. And you would very much have that again. Yeah. Uh, if he did that, that could be kind of cool. And, you know bonus is you get you know kind of a very different cast than 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 what you had in the first two movies as well i like that the cast is the cast is i mean aside from the second movie you know, with with andy right right um the cast is just pretty fucking white in these first two movies it'd be it'd be cool to see a, a different yeah i mean the first just, the, the first movie especially i mean i mean i guess i guess they make up for it you, you got in knives out you got Ana de armas obviously as like your co-main character who's not white. And then you got, um, and then you got Lakeith Stanfield as the, as the cop who's, but that's basically it. Right. And then in, you got a few more people in, uh, in, in glass onion, you, you got Janelle Monet, you got Leslie Odom jr. Um, I just would like to see yeah. like a little different culture than just like rich white culture. I agree. I agree. I think, I think that is a really good, um, a really good call. Be a like different that. angle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Good answer. I'm not, I'm probably not going to get a better answer than that. So, and I didn't really have one that I could, uh, that I could think of, but I'm good off the cuff. Yeah. I did hear, me, by the way, make me plan. I'm fucked, right. but off the cuff. That's right. There you go. I, uh, I, I did hear to, you know, kind of follow up on, uh, something we talked about in our glass onion episode that, um, that Ryan Johnson said that he is pretty sure he will be able to call, have the subtitle for the third movie be a Benoit Blanc mystery rather than a Knives oh, Out mystery, which is good. what it should have been in the first place, since right. he is the connective tissue uh, right. here. So, not it's not going to be a Glass Onion movie. The next yeah. one, <laughs> like yeah, sorry, Paul. I think I think Paul was the one who really wanted it to be a Glass Onion movie, which which would have been funny. I I do have to admit yeah. that would have been. Kind of funny. You know, I got I actually got two phone calls after that episode came out. No emails, phone calls from friends who who listen to ask me about the sauna. Really? <laughs> yeah. Of all the fucking things, it's been two hours talking about a movie, and you call me to talk about the sauna. Yeah, the little sauna bit we did. That's right. You're you're converting people. Were were you converting people? Were they did they come away with it being like, oh, you got to try that? Got to try. No, well, they just were just like, what the fuck is with this thing? What are you doing? <laughs> I think it was more like your your children's reaction. Like, what is with that hot room? <laughs> Why? My, my kid's just so flummoxed by it. Why would you do yeah. that? that? That was the best part, like explaining it to them and then like the inevitable follow-up. It's like, okay, but like, why? <laughs> like, what? why would you want to do that? That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, you gave a pretty good explanation when you talked about I it. I enjoy it. Yeah. 
there you go. There's people that go the other way around. There's like this whole culture Cold of ice baths. Yeah, yeah, sure. That seems worse. I I would take the sauna. Uh, uh, I'm not a cold person. Me neither. I'm not really a hot person either, but like if it, when it comes to that kind of shit, it's like, yeah, I'd rather be in the sauna than in I'm the just ice a bath. temperature wuss. You know this. Generally, 68 to 72 is where I live comfortable. I am hoping that when the summer comes, I'm like, yeah, this heat doesn't bother me. I'm great now. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it just like just feels like the sauna. <laughs> well, I'm going to Costa Rica tomorrow. Let's see what happens. That's true. That's true. You'll have to, yeah. You'll have to tell us how Costa Rica is. You'll have to tell us how much, how big the spiders you see are. That's all I'll leave you with. <laughs> There's spiders there. Maybe. Son of a bitch. I may I may have seen a video that uh, so my one of one of my brother's good friends uh, went to Costa Rica. I've seen this video so many times. He's shown me. Um, and she has this video from the first day she was there of this spider in her shower that like a guy had to get spider the size of a fucking dinner plate. I'm not fucking kidding you um, in the shower. And there's like the guy, I guess, who like is, you know, whatever the hotel or ecotourism thing that she was staying at, like is like getting it out of the shower for her and he like pokes it and the spider just goes like zooming down and you just hear his friend go oh shit and then it's like the video ends and it's just like well it's like i wonder if we ever saw her again or if she got eaten by that spider great nah you, you you'll probably be fine but come back like spider-man yeah i'm sure those spiders aren't everywhere i mean spiders are all over australia and people go there all the time so whatever all right but me i'll let you know i'm not going Sorry, sorry to leave with you at that. You can you can spend the plane ride thinking about spiders. Great. After all this, you'll probably like won't, that. You, you probably won't see a single spider the whole time you're there. I hope not. We'll be on the beach, not the jungle. Yeah, you won't see spiders there. I bet that should be good. All right. If you right. want to email us and tell us about the biggest spiders you've ever seen, or ask us any other number of things you can do that by uh emailing us at talk to podflix at gmail.com and i think we outie otherwise right we are uh we're gone this is a probably a, a tight little episode I, I i have the feeling that if uh if me and paul are not in the same episode then it will probably be a shorter tighter episode than when me and paul are there and if you're not around and you know, it's just me and paul oh boy uh... I've been curious and I'm going to make this episode drag on a little longer with this question for you, but, um, you know, I, I mix the show. So I listened to all of them mm -hmm. multiple times. Mm -hmm. You guys notice how near the end of the show, I stopped talking sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I just get so fucking tired that there's sometimes where I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep. I got to stay awake. I'm going to fall. It's not because it's boring. I'm just so fucking tired at, at, yeah, we Pulling back the curtain, we record at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, we, we can only record very late at night because we all have kids and jobs and stuff. And this is basically when when we have the time to actually do this. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I have to just stay quiet. This will, this is going to end. Yep. Hope hope they wrap it up soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we do eventually, but sometimes uh, sometimes it takes a little longer than others. But this is what you get, you know, the, an episode with... Uh, with where me and Paul aren't together um, until right this second, no Columbo 